Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 10. Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode, which is all about whether or not the glass is half empty or half full when your kids leave for university or when they just move out, and how your perspective on this emptiness milestone can really affect how you adjust to the new normal. You may recall that in episode four, I talked about my life lessons from mom and how important it is for you to really think about what's important for you to share with your kids as they head out the door for more independence and being more on their own than ever before. I've heard back from some of you who told me that it was really helpful and it got your personal life lessons list kickstarted. So that's awesome. Make that list your own. This episode is more about you than your kids. It's about your perspective and how you can look at this interesting phase of life. So yesterday, I happened to be on the deck of the cottage at the picnic table preparing my notes for this episode. Now, when you listen, when you're listening right now, a few weeks have gone by. But when I was actually making the notes, my husband and kids were inches away from me and my laptop. I love working outside at the cottage because there's a nice view. Anyway, they were playing a board game on the last weekend of the summer that we would all be together before the big weekend where two of the three kids are moving out to school. My oldest graduated in May and he's back home for the time being. So it's not a classic empty nest where there's actually no remnant of a kid in the house, but he's back and it is the third time that a kid is leaving. It's a weird year for sure. Like I said, my youngest, my baby, is out the door in a few days. And again, when this podcast airs, he will have been in university for a couple of weeks. To make matters worse, though, right now, I'm scheduled to be out of town and I won't be available to actually help him move into his dorm. My husband will, though, so it's completely fine. And he's going where I went to school and moving into the same dorm where I lived and I was a Don for a couple of years. I've been there with him twice this past year for different open house events and orientation. We've even done a residence tour in that building twice. But I know many of you moms in the middle out there (laughs) will agree that I'm not feeling like this is my shining mom moment. (laughs) When I saw the conflict in the date for my travel, I spoke to him about it and he agreed that I should go. But, oh, my God, I never imagined this would happen. He's only one hour away. Like, this university is only an hour away. And I told him that I would come out and visit the next weekend to bring him anything, you know, that didn't make it on the first trip and to fill his fridge. But he's not that crazy about it. (laughs) And, you know, he said Frosh Week activities. And he said that a week is too soon. So even though I wasn't there to help him move in, he doesn't like this plan. He says he doesn't want to see me that soon after he gets there. Wah, wah. <laughs> so that's what's going on with me right now. He does have me thinking about it, though, and I, I understand. I do understand. 
And this got me thinking back in my brain, (laughs) those memories of the day that I left for university way back in 1981. I remember it like it was yesterday. Well, not exactly yesterday, but it seems more recent than it was. I was only going an hour away as well. And there is a certain comfort in that. It's away, but not too far away. I was extremely excited to start this next phase of my life. I had just turned 18, and I was off to Westchester University in Pennsylvania. I couldn't wait to be part of the unbelievable, the amazing Golden Rams marching band. Like, really excited. This band had a reputation for holding the last note of their show for a really long time, like four or five minutes, as if I remember correctly. And the experience of being blasted by this huge wall of sound made an enormous impression on me because I was in marching band and oh my gosh. Anyway, of course, I was also excited about having more independence, but the lure of this marching band could not be overlooked. I'm also the oldest of five girls in a single parent household, and I was the first one to leave for college. So it was pretty noticeable family milestone too. Seriously, it was uh, it was a big deal. So off we went. My mom drove me out and my stuff was all unloaded into my new room. I don't know if you guys remember what you took on that trip to school, but I had this groovy, large black and white stereo system, plastic, (laughs) and that's what I mean by groovy. I had my favorite albums, and I believe it was Elton John's Greatest Hits, Three Dog Night. I think I had the Nutcracker Suite. I did enjoy studying to classical music. Anyway, those were the days. And I had some of my favorite posters, I had a new comforter, and I had a tiny square rental fridge all ready to go. I was pumped. I knew I would just love going to college. There wasn't a question in my mind. So when I got all set up, I walked my mom out to the car and I noticed that she had started to tear up. I was confused. (laughs) I was very confused by this. My thoughts were, what is your problem? This is the happiest day of my life. (laughs) I actually thought that. So away she went and I skippity-doo-dah back to my room. Clearly, we were not thinking the same things. My mom told me years later that she held it together until she got on the highway and then she had to pull over and have a cry. She told me that. And of course, Now I totally understand it. So I'm glad she waited a few years to tell me because my mindset at that moment would not have been very, um, I don't know, compassionate. I just didn't really understand. Flash forward 36 years to my youngest leaving the nest in less than a week. Like me, he will only be going an hour away. His rental fridge will also be waiting for him in his dorm room. I made sure to rent a little rental fridge, though, with that tiny little freezer at the top because he is a bit of a foodie and I knew he would find something to put in that freezer. In fact, when I told him I rented a fridge, it was the first question he asked. (laughs) Unlike me, though, his stereo is neither groovy nor large. The biggest thing he will be bringing is a printer. And I'm sure that's the same with your kids. (laughs) The stereos have shrunk. Things have definitely changed. He will also be moving into a single room in a huge dorm where most of the rooms are single. So like I said, it's the same dorm that I lived in when I transferred to this university in 1983. How crazy is that? 
When we toured the residence in the spring, I noticed the mailboxes right when we walked into the building, and I thought to myself how much things changed. I used to write to family and friends all the time, the old-fashioned way, with pen, envelope, stamps, and that's just not happening anymore. The building even smelled the same. I didn't even know that there was a smell, but when I walked in, I noticed it right away. And I also noticed the wall color in the rooms had changed. Back in the day, they were like this burnt brown, rusty kind of color, and now it was like a much brighter green. And one of the three cafeterias in the dorm had been converted into offices. But overall, it's pretty much the same, and it is really, really going back into time. It's so much fun. So in a few days, he'll be moved into his new room and I will be in California working. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And this will be the beginning of his new life. And I know that many of you are in the same boat. So I'm sure that your kids just left and here you are. So a kid of yours is out the door. And now that you're in your home without him or her or without a few of them, I have a question for you. Are you standing there bewildered and lost, feeling sorry for yourself? (laughs) Or are you congratulating yourself for a job well done with a smile on your face? Is the glass half empty or half full? There really are so many ways to think about what it means when your kid or kids move on to start their own lives. Here are some more questions to help give you some perspective on thought options that are available to you. Are you genuinely excited for them or are you sad for yourself? Are you proud of how confident and independent they are as they embark on their new adventure? Or are you preoccupied with thoughts about how they aren't ready? Do you think they are ready to be without you? Or are you having difficulty thinking about your life without them around every day? Do you think you can trust them with all of the drinking? Or Are you having difficulty dealing with the idea of less control and less knowledge? Are you excited for them to problem solve and manage the academics without you? Or do you worry that they won't do as well without you pushing and checking in on them? Are you curious what kind of amazing friends they'll meet and how they will grow and learn more about who they are with all of these new people in their lives? Or are you freaking out that as they meet more and more people, they will have less and less time for you and your family? Are you excited for them to have a relationship and some intimate firsts? Or are you panicked about them getting involved with people you don't know and all of the other stuff that goes along with relationships, sex, unplanned pregnancy, STDs, blah, 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 and drinking combined with all of this stuff? Are you curious about how you will spend your newly found freedom of having fewer kid-related responsibilities? Or are you just completely confused and miserable about who you are without a kid home and how you'll fill your time when your kids aren't around? Your head could explode, right? (laughs) I mean, wow. When you're really honest with yourself, what are you thinking? Not what you're admitting to your friends and family when they ask you how you're doing. What you're really, really thinking about. A quick little test is to look at yourself in the mirror and think about how you're feeling. Just stand there for a second. Are you smiling on the inside and the outside? Or are you clearly sad? 
like you're ready to crawl back into your bed and pull the covers over your head. When I ask about happiness, I don't mean jumping for joy, but I do mean the happy side of life. The glass is half full. You're curious. You're fascinated with what you can do and create with the new normal. And when I said sad, I'm clearly talking about feeling like the glass is half empty. There's another thought that might also pop into your mind, that having kids in university makes you old, a middle-aged parent, closer to being a grandparent than being a parent of a baby. Yikes. (laughs) I remember when that one popped into my head, I was taken aback. All of these thoughts are a normal part of your transition into being a parent of older kids or young adults. But the thing is, you have to decide if you like the way that thinking these thoughts makes you feel. The way you think creates the way you feel. And you, my wonderful friends, get to decide if you're okay with what's going on with your feelings. Just like when my mom and I were on different planets when she dropped me off as a freshman at college, it's easy to see how there are many different ways to think about the neutral fact of your kid leaving for university. Your kid leaving is neutral. It's a fact. It's black and white. There's a date on the calendar and there's an acceptance letter to the university. Some thoughts will lead you to feelings of fear, anxiety, and loss. Other thoughts will lead you to different feelings like confidence, pride, and excitement about what you're gaining. How do you want to feel? It's so cool to know that you can feel how you want to feel on purpose. Remember, if your thinking isn't serving you, the good news is that you can change your thoughts. New thoughts will lead to different feelings and ultimately different outcomes. Outcomes that will make this huge transition easier for you to cope with. It's fine to know that you have to work on it. I hope that doesn't, I don't know, kind of freak you out, that you actually have to work on it. That's what we like to call supervising your mind. And it's all good. It's all okay. If you practice thinking that you raised an awesome kid who's ready for these challenges, you'll be pretty happy with the way you feel. And then you can start entertaining the other half of this whole equation, figuring out who you are and what you want to do with all this newfound time and space. This is what glass is half full mentally looks like. This can be a huge opportunity for you. You won't see it, though, if you keep asking yourself questions like, Ugh, now what will I do? And I just don't know who I am without my kids. This is glasses half empty kind of thinking, which creates a pretty sad and empty feeling. No surprise, right? As a woman in the middle, I want you to ask yourself how you want to feel as you're getting used to this phase of life. If you want to feel excited about new opportunities, what would you have to think to start feeling that way? Even a baby step might help. And I've talked to you about baby steps, bridge thoughts in earlier episodes. Could you be open to the idea that you can figure out an amazing plan for yourself for this part of your life? That having more time will help you do things you've always wanted to do? That you might be wrong that adjusting to this phase of life is going to be super hard? Seriously, what if this adjustment to your empty nest was easier than you ever imagined? How would you feel if you thought that? What if you practice thinking that you were learning to parent kids who lived on their own? Can you see the difference? 
Thinking these thoughts opens you up to the possibility that it could really be a glasses half full scenario opening up to you before your very eyes. And these thoughts are way before you even start imagining how you can transform that bedroom. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Too soon, not yet. Your kid or kids aren't launched yet, and they'll probably be back. I'm watching my friends who are a little ahead of me, and they totally come back. Most of them come back. I did have a friend, though, two friends whose kid got jobs right away. So that can happen, too. But it's totally normal these days to expect a kid to come home and not be fully launched right away. So the room might not be completely available to renovate yet, but you could at least have sex in there just for fun. I mean, just to switch things up and get your whole new perspective rolling. How about that for a challenge? How's that for glasses half full? (laughs) That's it for this episode. Hope you recovered from that last idea and your mind is going a mile a minute over new possibilities for your life now. Thanks so much for joining me on this amazing ride, though. Being a woman in the middle is the best place to be, even as we're dealing with all of this big empty nest stuff, one thought at a time. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. I would love to hear what you thought, too, so how about leaving me a review on iTunes? I know it's a bit of extra effort, but there's a reward. First, you'll know deep in your heart that you made this midlife gal smile. Also, I'll be doing a draw over the next few weeks for 10 lucky reviewers to win a free hour of coaching. Just go to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com forward slash iTunes for totally simple instructions for how to leave your iTunes review. And good luck. You might be the lucky winner of some free coaching. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want. Music